Hey, Josh, uh, did you know that not only do we have the definitive top 100 list of all time of, of, of some of our favorite games and some of the backlog, mm-hmm. we also have the that. definitive episode mm-hmm. regarding trivia of all 100 of those games. Definitive edition. Definitive edition. Like yeah, yeah, that one. That word. Oh, man, I'm talking so pretty. Right out the gate, boys and girls, it's going to be a good one. Yes. Did you know that? Did did you? Well, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can do that a hundred times this episode. This is going to be a lot of fun. I would rather we not. <laughs> I mean, like, Every listen, time someone gets one wrong. It's, wait, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and, and that's one for the Trash Turkey soundboard, too, the actually, well, actually. <laughs> that's right up there. Oh hey, God. Turkey, it, when you're listening, uh, I, you know, one, I think we need to get one I'm of those jealous. little soundboard things. <laughs> and yeah. some of it needs to just be like our weird stuff, like the, the, the snake eater thing had me in that was great. hysterics. That was I, I, I was like, when he played that, and well, speaking of, we will be talking about Snake Eater later on. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we've got that to look forward to. Oh, awesome. it's, uh, but yeah, that, that one, the, uh, yeah, that was pretty good. It's pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And but, uh, and uh, Trash Turkey, you inspired some of this episode. We'll talk about it later when we get to the actual topic, I guess. I, I guess it's a topic this time around. Um, games. But yeah, the trivia games. Yeah, we're, well, the, the entire episode, we are going to be doing a little bit of a trivia kind of thing. Now, and mm-hmm. I think just for the sake of format, like, you know, I told you I mixed it up a little bit. Uh, you took evens, I took odds. Mm-hmm. And uh, wait, what? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> you, you know, it, specifically to avoid that confusion, I texted you earlier. So yes. I know I was going to get, I was going to be very cross with you. Irate. Um, <laughs> a little irate. Um, yes. But, uh, you, you know, it, it was a fun little side project. It's definitely like, mm-hmm. if we ever do something like this again, you and I have both already said like way more prep time. Like Mm -hmm. we need to just, cause you know, I, I probably did, I had started it, got about halfway through, you know, maybe like 10, 15 questions in. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'll finish it later on in the week. It seemed to be going on at a fairly decent clip. I sat down today to do it and it was like three hours later and I'm going, oh my (laughs) goodness. Um, Three hours later. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But, um, but yeah, so we have we are going to be going through a hundred trivia questions. But before we do that, the forms must be azer- observed. And oh, you know what, true. Josh? Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been well two weeks since I talked to you. It has. It, it's exactly been that amount once again. Another fortnight has gone by. One more fortnight. I do like the uh, the occasionally like when we sort of go off the the, the two week rotation. I do think I'm going to start throwing. Yeah, it's been an undisclosed amount of time since I talked to you. <laughs> <laughs> like we're gonna work that way. We, we made know? it because we're so good at being bad at brevity. We just have to. I can't even say the word brevity. <laughs> brevity. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, Those man. Um, um, yeah. So, what's what's been going on the last couple of weeks, man? 
Oh man, uh, it, it's it's been nice. I've I've just been kind of chilling. We were talking a little bit before the episode. I've been I've been kind of lazy lately. I'll 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 be honest. Um, just with a bunch of different things I've been getting into, uh, for fun. Uh, and we'll talk about that for when the we get funds. to the. Yes, yes, for all of the funds, all of the joys, all the for the lols. Uh, for the lo- yes, did it for the lols. I did it all for the lols. <laughs> oh gosh, are we referencing Limp Biscuit now? Uh, anyways, um, I, I might have been. <laughs> uh, okay, this is this is where we are. This is this is real life. I made um, it weird. <laughs> But uh, that said, no, uh, um, doing good, doing good. Just yeah, um, I talked about it last time. I I have you know my last class in front of me, and I am hardcore dealing with senioritis. Where it's like, oh, this is such a easy class, and there's no due dates for anything. Like I could literally submit all of my projects on the last day. Um, it's not that big of a deal, and it's much. It's less coursework. Um, just due to the nature of the course. So I've been like, eh, I'll put it off. No, I'm not going to work on it. No, nah, yeah, I should work on it. Nah, I'm good. So, um, Don't yeah, do it, buddy. yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been lazy, uh, getting into other things, but, um, it has been, it's, it's been, it's been nice, but I do need to kind of like, okay, get back into gear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Three day weekend too. Uh, that, that doesn't, that does help. Doesn't help. You know, you know what I mean? Well, um, I think, you know, dude, and this is a thought that I have for you specifically is like, mm-hmm. because you have been like hustling basically the last four years, school, work, all your little side gigs. And yeah, you, you're at the finish line and you definitely mm-hmm. like, you know, you, you got to be aware of the senioritis, but mm-hmm. like also do like, you know, I was thinking about like the three day weekend, enjoy this time, man. Like, yeah. y- you know, like it's like, Put put a hard and fast sort of like okay like hey Tuesday I'm gonna come swing out the gate swing whatever you know whatever mm-hmm. yours is but yeah. yeah man like dude you've been like running hard for four years bro <laughs> like it's okay to breathe a little bit just mm-hmm. you know finish well man like you've yeah. got like sort of an easy like coast here now and it's mm-hmm. like but yeah I just I and I'm not trying to like I get it that's totally un asked for uh, advice. But I just wanted to say, like, man, like, hey, or whatever, counsel, whatever, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you've been working hard. Enjoy, enjoy some of that. Enjoy some of that time off. So that's awesome. I I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's yeah. It's it's like I said. It's been nice. It's been nice. Um, actually, before we started recording, and I guess I could. This kind of melds into the report a little bit, but I won't. I won't go fully into it. But I will just say that my wife and I have been watch, start a new TV show. We've been watching the Orville. And, um, Paul and uh, Wesley will be pleased. Yes. Yeah. That's where it's come from. And actually a lot of my report will have to do with that. Um, so double back around, sorry, before I go into that, uh, we've been watching that. And before we started recording, uh, my wife is kind of like, oh yeah, I guess we won't be able to watch it together tonight. So just another kind of case in point. And, and I'm just like, oh, you, you actually like that show. And she's like, well, I like watching it with you. (laughs) So yeah, it's like, it's fun. Uh, and it's fun that we can watch it together. So, uh, anyways, all that to say that, yes, like this time has been, uh, me being lazy, but then using it, like, it's not just me sitting in front of the TV. It's me sitting in front of the TV with my wife or my kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) So there's a little bit more there. Um, but that does kind of, 
uh, as I was thinking back on the past two weeks, outside of just like the stuff that I've uh, that I've enjoyed, which we'll talk about in the report, the media that I've consumed. Um, really, the the thing that sticks out to me is just the the time that uh, we got to have for patrons. You've heard it. Uh, or, I mean, you, it's available to you. I don't know if you've actually heard it, if you've actually listened to it, but uh, got to sit down with Paul and Wes, and my gosh, it went so much longer. The surprise, surprise, went way longer than than kind of we had expected talking about uh, Marvel, the cinematic universe movies, and it was like almost four hours. I mean, the the, the whole time it was like was three and a half hours of audio, dude. It was like, ridiculous. I was, yeah. like, I was like, dude, they don't even need <laughs> me to like, like, you know, yeah. keep it, keep that train going. Um, so true, so true. So yeah, that that was a good time, uh, and and we talked about a lot of different things. Some recommendations came out of that, and so so I've been on a bunch of different stuff. But that was I, I, as I'm thinking back, like that was definitely one of the highlights of the past two weeks. But I've been good. How have you been over the past fortnight? Uh, you know, pretty good. Uh, I'm actually sort of gearing up. Uh, and I, I think I texted you a little bit like, so next recording, I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to be in Ohio, mm -hmm. uh, helping with a youth camp. Uh, my buddy, the, the, the director, um, nice. it's an OPC youth camp. Um, mm -hmm. that's in a park. So we all play nice anyways. Um, uh, so I'm going to be headed out to Ohio, Ohio. Um, <laughs> it's for lovers. It's for something. Uh, I thought Virginia was for lovers. I'm sure lots of different states. I've seen that, but Ohio is for lovers. Is that really, really like, I was going to say hardcore emo song. It's not hardcore, like hardcore music, hardcore. Hawthorne Heights. Okay. If you've ever heard it. So slip my wrist and cut my, and black my eyes. So I'll fall asleep tonight or die because you kill me. Oh my gosh. It, it was like an emo. It was like, over the top, just like wow, whiny, and I mean, yeah, slit, talking about slitting your wrist. Like, yeah, it's, I was gonna say, yeah, wow, that got dark. Yeah, that yeah, got it's, dark, dude. It's oh wow, and there's a reason I did not listen to a lot of emo. <laughs> that's why. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, we're we're kind of gearing up for that. Uh, I'm actually so I'll be out for two weeks of vacation. And, uh, yeah, I'm kind of nice. just, I'm, I'm amped for it. It's going to be, you, you know, Megan's starting summer vacation. Like, so, but as far as like Sweet. the last couple of weeks, it's just kind of been like, yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's been fine. You know, it's not been like terrible or anything. Uh, I did, I think post in the one, the, the, the prayer thread, just like, just kind of like the same old, same old. It just seems like. There's all, like, you can never just like come in and do your job without there being some sort of tension or drama or stress. Like, mm -hmm. and it's, that's part of the thorns and thistles. I get it. Right. But it's like, sometimes you just like, you want to look at like management or your coworkers or just whoever the problem is and be like, yo, you don't have to behave this way, but because you are behaving this way, you're making it a problem for everybody else. Mm -hmm. Knock it off. Like, this is not necessary. Like, but that's also, you know, so it's not my job to fix them or anything. It's like, you know, I just got to sort of come in, put my head down and, you know, get through it. And it's like, you mm -hmm. know, um, but yeah, it's, it's been just sort of like, I, you know, 
like we, we talk about it all the time. I love my job and there are good days and bad days and the good days are really, really good. And the bad days are not, yeah. not so great. <laughs> But, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and, and it does, there's probably a lot more in the middle than I give it credit for, but I mean, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm ready to sort of just take a break. You know, we're, we're going to be that one week we're going to be home just doing a lot of stuff around the house, like trying to get, um, you know, well, ready for, for a baby in December. So mm-hmm. there's going to be, yeah. um, that's kind of. Yeah, there's just a pile of stuff. But yeah, overall, it's been pretty good, dude. Uh, you, you know, not too too many uh, complaints. And I will talk about it, but holy crap, Dragon Quest Eleven is eating my life. <laughs> like, nice. That game, I'm so looking forward to the, the episode on that because th- oh, the man. end of that first act was the first time, and it, like I'm trying to be as like spoiler free, but that was the first time a video game really got me to like in in a number of years to sit up and go, what, what did you just do? Mm-hmm. What, like, like I, I yeah. was I was shook it. It was <laughs> like, um, but well, we you said. Oh, sorry. I was. It, you sent that wallpaper on Discord earlier today, and I was like, "Okay, you are in the second act because yes. there is a part of that that was very surprising to me." I accidentally spoiled that for myself. Oh, okay. okay. Like it was like one of those things where I was like looking at because like I really like the the paper doll stuff where you can get like the outfits that change your outfit. Yeah, and I was like looking at that, and I clicked on something because I was like, "Oh, that's weird," and I was like, "Oh no, oh." Oh, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been trying not to give anything away. because no, I know like, exactly oh. what you're talking about. But yeah, I was just like, oh, wow. Like that, that was like, there were so many cool, cool parts about the end of that first act. Like, mm-hmm. and the beginning of the, like, I was like, yo, this is pretty dope. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to when we get to the point where we're done with like, and, and do the episode. Um, so I want to, uh, well, and we'll have to figure out the details, but like, but yeah, with all of that, let's just roll right back into the backlog report, man. We're kind of at it. it. Um, we're already sort of talking about a little bit. I have some, I have mine right here. Welcome back to the backlog report. What we're going to bring back in reverie. Really, really gonna be better. I did smoke a cigar today. That was nice. Bad. Nice. He's doing the pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, smoke cigar. Drink, drink my brandy. <laughs> I love it. I love um, it. Yeah, I did have a cigar today, so that was cool. Nice, so, nice. That's awesome. Big, big fat. Um. Mm. 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 C-A- mm. A CAO Flathead 660. It's very, it's okay. very large in charge. It's a good time. Yeah. That's Anyways, awesome. So you go first, buddy. Been Sorry. Quite a while. Okay. Well, actually, that's that's a great segue because I I finished up the second act of Dragon Quest Eleven, and uh, man, what you know, like kind of coming into the episode, I didn't I didn't think I was going to finish it, um, but. It, I was able to knock it out. Like I said, I've been kind of lazy, so I've been playing a little bit more video games, doing a little bit more watching of the TV. And I don't know why I'm 
eating the jello when the pudding exactly. pops. Exactly. I was like, why am I going there? I don't know why. But that's, that's, my, that's just my my awesome Bill Cosby impression mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. Little Bob and the, the pudding. Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, but thinking about it, like. Um, okay, and, and the fact that you're playing it is is really cool because like the first half of the game is centered around kind of like these stories where you're exploring the world, and the second half I say half because I've only played the first two acts. That's when you get the credits roll. Um, they do some some stuff in the third act where you can basically replay things is what I've heard, and so I've heard that narratively it actually isn't as good as the first two acts. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Then I'll put it down for now um, because I've put, what was it? I, I actually was like really close to what's on How Long to Beat, which I was surprised by. I think it was like 50 For just the main story or, or something whatever. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Um, so I set it down. I finished the game, set it down. But I, I was saying just kind of in comparison, the second half is much more about the characters you get like like now that you've explored the world and you know what the world is now let's take you on these stories like drill down a bit deeper into each of these characters some so really been, interesting vignettes really cool. and some of them yeah. are some of them are objectively better than others in my opinion <laughs> yeah yeah well and also okay so you're playing s right the the definitive mm-hmm. edition yes okay so in between the two acts um you play some some stories as well and that stuff was added for s those that was not in the definitive or excuse okay. me in the original edition so if that felt out of place i enjoyed it for the most part maybe the first one was kind of eh, whatever the first one um, was yeah uh, specifically that one i was kind of like okay okay Ooh. It's, a li- but, it's a little far-fetched and but, and i will yeah. say that that story gets better yeah. when they introduce another character. Okay, okay. I, hadn't, I didn't know how far you'd gotten. Um, yeah, yeah, that one. So it was weird that that one was first, but outside of that, I didn't mind playing, you know, a handful of different characters for two or three hours each, if it was even that, you know, it, an hour like, maybe. Like, I think the one, like, yeah, like an hour, hour and a half yeah. for most of them. I had heard, uh, like, more complaints about that stuff. Like, this stuff didn't need to be there. And I was like, no. Eh. I, I, enjoyed I don't it. think like, it it's, hurt it's not... anything really. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, a, a couple of them I think actually kind of helped the transition. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, but so. we can we can save that. We can save it. Save it. The, right. the, we yes. will have an yeah. entire episode to do nothing mm-hmm. but dissect that game. Oh my gosh, I'm we're gonna so yeah, excited. It's gonna take a while. Um, but anyways, yeah. So rolled credit on credits on that. Got a minus two to my backlog score because I get that long game bonus. Uh, for rolling credits when it's over 35 hours, according to howlongtobeat.com. Um, so finish that up, and then I was looking through my games, and I, I was trying to decide what to play, and I really want to play Hades, but before I, I get to Hades, I wanted to just like slow down and play something, something like I can kind of just turn my brain off and play. Um, and I sort of found that in a game that I've been meaning to play for a while, and I will fully admit this game is pretty dumb. Um, it's almost, it's like on the borderline of like a guilty pleasure. Um, but I'm actually really enjoying it. It's it's called Puzzle and Dragons. Uh, it's for 3DS, Puzzle and Dragons Z plus Super Mario Edition. It's two games in I one. I remember that it's one. A, I've seen it, yeah. 
it's a port of a mobile game. So, but they uh, made it. They made a Super Mario edition that was that was in here. So there's like an RPG version and then a Mario version. It's a match three puzzle game, but you like drag the the icons around. Of course, it's Mario, so it's fire flowers and mushrooms and stars and stuff like that. You drag them around, and it moves all the other ones as you're dragging them around to put them where you want. So, um, I'm yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's short. It, it's got uh, like RPG elements. It requires you to grind a little bit too. So, it's it's interesting. It's not a great game, but I'm enjoying it. Like it's a nice little kind of palate cleanser, mm-hmm. I guess, after the behemoth that was Dragon Quest Eleven. And again, I'll, like two acts into it. Um, so I've been enjoying that. I'm already kind of pushing through that, and then I think I'm going to jump into Hades. If not Hades, still still have Mother Three to get back to, mm-hmm. and now Ori with the book club. So uh, th- to get back to, because oh, I started yeah. that one last year. Um, so I've got more to play, but as I was looking through my games, like Hades jumped out at me and I was like, yeah, I want to, Dude, but that just seems technical and I want to like chill for a second. <laughs> I, I don't. Okay. So it's not as like, it's not as hardcore as I okay. don't think the combat is like all, it's not as technical as something like, yeah, I don't, I'm not saying it isn't, but it's not going to be, it's not like the difficulty isn't like hollow Knight esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a lot softer than that. Um, yeah, I, I like, I'm not going to say that it's easy, but mm-hmm. there, it, and there is a technical element, but like, honestly, I thought it was like easier to play through than it. A lot of, a lot of Hades is just the build. Like once you start yeah. finding, like you start unlocking the different weapons and you start like, y- you'll find like, you like some buffs and boons better than others. And like a good build, like the first time you get like that really, so- like you'll, you'll find a build after a while that just clicks and you'll just like run romper stomper all over the game. Mm-hmm. And then nice. you won't, you don't really have the option to play that way again for, you know, another <laughs> 10 games, but uh, I like, gotcha. It does. I I mean, like, I don't know. Like I said, I don't think, I didn't think it was like as technical, but yeah. I'm not, I, I'm not discounting the techni- mm-hmm. the technicality of it all. And dude, the I've been actually listening to the soundtrack for Hades. It's so Ooh. freaking good. It nice. is. I love Darren Korb's work, but mm-hmm. like, holy moly. That one's like, th- it's like it's got like some like metal kind of like almost like Megadeth vibes, but then okay. it's got like this sort of like Mediterranean flair thing going on too. Nice, and it like he blends the two of them, and he like he's got like his does like he does like some synthy stuff, and it's like dude, it's so good. Like hmm. like it's like ten out of ten. I recommend the soundtrack to that game. Like I listen to it, and like those tracks just like get me like pumped like yeah just they're so good like sometimes i was listening to it the other day and there's just oh yeah something mm. yeah nice I'll, I'll need to I'll, I'll need to start listening to it then because i did the physical edition for switch did come with the a download code you know of course i could always go to spotify and listen to it but mm. now, now you know i i own it as well um so i i i did um uh claim that 
and uh, and so I have it downloaded. Well, dude, and if you listen to it without any interruptions, too, like without the dumb little like okay. Spotify commercial breaks, I'm not saying yeah. it's it's not like a coherent right. album. Like it's not mm-hmm. like, but it's just like, like man, you just like, and of course, like there's a couple like yeah. There, so yeah, I'm. It's my favorite. It's my favorite super giant soundtrack, and I like yeah. all of them. I think they're yeah. all like. Yeah awesome but, but yeah that's that's sweet that's sweet i had to i had to pull it out because i did uh, you know like the games that i want to play next i try and kind of like set out so mm-hmm. i can kind of remind myself and uh and uh so yeah pulled out hades and i forgot it's got this tiny little mini art book which mm. is pretty cool too so this Dude, art is interesting good. i almost it actually used this one because hades was one of mine um Interesting little fact. Oh, yeah. All of the characters have really detailed 3D models, but because of the perspective of the game, you almost never see them. Whoa. Dude, that is that is crazy. The amount of work that it seems like that would take. But that's I, awesome. That's I'm kind awesome. of into it. Yeah, dude, and and I'll be honest, like there are so many games I want to play, especially looking at this top hundred list again. I'm like, man, these are good games. Mm-hmm. Listening to the the Reform Gamers episode on Final Fantasy VI gave me the itch to want to play that again. I've got some Google Play credit that I'm sitting on, and I'm like, maybe I'll do the Pixel remaster on my Android I, tablet. I like, have it on my phone, and it's like uh, one of those things where I'm like, I'm actually thinking about buying a little thing for my, I have a, a DualShock 4 yeah. that's synced to my phone. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking about getting like a little harness thing that I can just boop yeah, and do it that way. That's, that, yeah, that that would be sick. Does it have controller support? I think so. Um, I, I hope know. so. I don't if know. It does, yeah. Even if it doesn't, I can right. do PS remote play. Okay, okay, nice. I, I, I may or may not have done that for the casino in... Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, because I was like, I don't actually want to play the game. Like, I don't need the TV on, but I'm going to like mm. just run this slot machine in the background. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, another another rabbit hole on, on Dragon Quest, but that yeah, there's so much there. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. so so really, that's that's what I've been playing. Finish up Dragon Quest now. I'm playing Puzzle and Dragons Mario Brothers Edition, and and I'm not going to play the the Z version because it's two games in one, and each of them are pretty meaty. Um, and I I I just wanted to kind of like dip my toes in the Mario one. It hooked me, so I've been playing that. I'll probably finish it out, take the point. Um, that'll be fun because because I've been sitting on that game for quite a while, and and I was just in the mood for a puzzle game. Um, so that's, that's what I've been playing. Gosh, there's so much, again, there's so many (laughs) recordings and, and, and discussions and things that will be, uh, drip fed over the next while once we decide what we're going to be doing about them. But, uh, all that to say is to throw out these, these were recommendations that I've started getting into one, the Orville. Um, Mm. it's a, it's a, it is a, it's a comedy it's a comedic take on Star Trek that actually feels like it's made by people who watched and enjoyed Star Trek and who can like capture that feeling of exploring new worlds while also making jokes. The funny thing is that even though it's a comedy, I would say there's less jokes in it than like the quippy feeling of like a Marvel movie in general, the where like everything can is a joke they can actually take time to breathe a little bit 
and then throw in some Joe, which I'm really surprised because this is Seth MacFarlane. And I'm like, I'm not used to that from him. He, like restraint is not his strong suit yeah. from what I've seen. I can't um, stand Family Guy. And I think you guys, you okay. know, just a, a little bit of a spoiler. You guys might have talked a little bit about this in the, the, like, mm-hmm. but I can't stand Family Guy. And as a general rule, I don't like his comedic stylings. But one, mm-hmm. he's a heck of a vocalist. Mm. Like it really, yeah, I haven't heard him, but insanely talented it. vocalist. Like he's, nice. he's, he's got like that old, like crooner vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing is like, he's actually, I've heard really good things about the Orville and I've watched clips and I'm like, no, this is like legitimately kind of funny without doing the family guy, stupid potty mm-hmm. humor garbage. Right. Right, yeah, and occasionally, you know, there's a, there's a joke that falls flat for me or something. Mm-hmm. Um, they, yeah, I don't feel that they push it too far, um, but it's but there there are some like immature jokes every once in a while, but that's not all of them. It's just like occasionally thrown in there, or certain characters or something. And so, yeah, I've been impressed from the four episodes. Yeah, four episodes that we've watched. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. And from what I've heard, it only gets better. So I'm I'm excited. I'm enjoying that quite a bit. Um, the other thing is that I have just fallen right back into the the swing of all of the Ultraman things. Mm. Talking with Wes Moore, um, looking at because they've been releasing DVDs instead of Blu-rays for some of these old seasons. And uh, he he shared with me kind of like an, expo- an explanation someone had on Twitter about the original um, recordings because these shows were made for TV and how th- they don't translate to HD. Like the the super old ones were done on film, and so you can remaster those for HD because all that information is there. But when it's recorded on, on a different, I don't recall what it is, a different medium. Um, it, you can't really upscale it without it looking any better. You know, it's not going to look better. So, anyways, all I said, I'm like, okay, I'll I'll, I'll look into these because I'd I'd held off buying some of the some of the DVD box sets for that reason. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm right back into it. So right back into Ultra Seven, watching that again. Almost done with the season at this point. Um, so that's fun to just have it on while I'm you know doing dishes or making meals or something like that and since i've been home a little bit more lately i've been doing that a lot more um and then uh we watched an ultraman movie with my kids they they had a premiere of another movie um both simultaneously in japan and over here in america online uh, in english uh, from the ultra galaxy fight series it was the third one of those that was super fun i didn't watch all of it because i was working late that night um but it was a lot of fun Another movie called The Superior Eight Ultra Brothers, where it actually has a lot of it has like the original four actors from Ultraman in the movie to kind of sort of reprise their roles, but also play other characters. Like it, it's just so much fun. Uh, so got to watch that with the kids too, and and they really enjoyed it. So a bunch of Ultraman, um, and I'm I'm just loving it. I yeah yeah that's. Thank you, Wes. <laughs> you have I've, I've fully bought him. I don't know if, if you've seen it, but on my on my water cup, I got a, nice ah, little, a little chibi Ultraman. 
Yes, yes. So, have you um, seen so, my Ultraman? Yes, I, I kind of feel that way, but you know what? I'm enjoying it. And then, lastly, uh, just stuff that I not really reading, um, but stuff that I've been listening to that's books was another recommendation again from from Wes, um, and it was these these graphic audio presentations of comic book series, mm. basically. So they're like they're sort of radio plays. Um, and, and some of them are more just like, it seems like they're reading a book and other ones are like full on sound effects and things like that, which are, which are pretty cool. Um, but I've listened to a few at this point cause they're all like through the library, through the hoopla app. Um, I listened to a, a captain America story called Liberty's torch, which is all right. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. First half was better than the second half. Um, and then the the nineteen eighty four because so traditionally I I actually haven't like read a lot of old comics, um, so it's cool to kind of get some of these old stories. So back the I believe it was nineteen eighty four um, the original Secret Wars mm. comic series I listened to, through that and that was that threw me for a loop because that gets weird like it's really cool Dude, comic it books just goes are freaking crazy they're they're a blend of soap operas and sort of retellings of mythologies and just like well it's like we in the in the one chat right you and i i was like dude check out the history of the vision and Mm -hmm. it's like right he was yes he's a synthesoid an android right created by ultron and who's like like at some point in time, they actually like in the comics at one point in time, they said like he has Simon's uh, uh, Wonder Man or whatever, his soul, but it's really just like his mm-hmm. mental template or whatever. It's so bizarre. Like, and it's just like, <laughs> it's like really like somebody was like, no, this is, this is the thing we're going to do. And it's like, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's not, it's, ah, yeah, comic books are weird, dude. I, yeah. I mean, I love it, them, but they're weird. We, yeah, but but it's also weird in the way that, like, I didn't know American comics went the same way that, like, the end of a Final Fantasy game goes, you know? Like, it gets that, like, out there and mm-hmm. crazy and weird it, it, to the point where, yeah, you have characters, like, becoming intergalactic like demigods Mm -hmm. that control that like just the idea of controlling reality (laughs) is so weird um and the way that yeah yeah anyways anyways crazy stuff so did that and then one on on spider-man the ultimate spider-man which was a kind of a collection of stories and to me it was kind of hit or miss Um, well the ultimate series too was a bit of a reboot where they were trying to ground okay um heroes origin stories in sort of a more realistic they were like basically trying to sort of cut out some of the fantastic more fantastic elements and sort of ground these a little bit more so they they make a play at being a little more grounded in reality the ultimate okay okay that's that's cool that's cool um yeah 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 yeah. no i i did I certainly didn't dislike it. I did enjoy it. It was, yeah, they were just because it was kind of a collection of stories. Some were better than others. Um, yeah, yeah, especially just for the medium that I consume them in. But anyways, that that's all. That's all the things. That's, those are all the. I've I've just been you know consuming media, and it's been a lot of fun. You so, mindless consumer. You. Yeah, 
I, hopefully there's a little bit of minding, but a little bit of yeah. mindfulness in there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. well, I'll just sort of, uh, as far as books go, nothing really revel- relevant. Um, I've been, I ordered a book called leisure, the basis of culture, um, mm. by Joseph Piper and that's J O S E F P I E P E R. Um, Gotcha. It's based, uh, it was a recommendation from Jared because he and I were having, you know, we've talked a little bit about the Acadia stuff and, you know, my Mm -hmm. particular bend towards looking at vocation and Sabbath and leisure and and the relationships and stewardship and all all that. So he he recommended that book. um, And I haven't started it yet, but I did, did get it. I've been meaning to, I've been kind of wanting to just read more because I've, I, I've basically just been mainlining a lot of like audiobook uh yeah. like fiction yep. which is and it's like that's fine but I want to be reading more and I do tend to when I read that's more of my like theology yep. um and so I've been meaning to I have the little golden book and I I may have mentioned this in the last episode or not I kind of started that but I've been really meaning to and I didn't get very far in it but that's that's on my radar. That's like the thing. It's short. It might be like a hundred pages, and I can. Okay. Just, but anyways, that's that's nice. Yeah, and, and we'll talk about that. We, we might circle back around to that a little later in the episode, towards the, the end. Um, but we'll talk about that when we get to the the end. Uh, as far as other media, I'm still I'm I'm kind of I've been really struggling with that. Dororo or Dororo or you know the the D R D O R O R O, the it's on Amazon Prime, and I don't know it, like the animation quality was like never what I would call like super top shelf, but especially mm-hmm. in the last half of the the season, it's gotten kind of, like there's some parts where it's like oh this is really not good, uh, mm. like really funky models and stuff like that, and. I don't know. It's fine. It's like, it started out really cool and it's like, Oh, I'm going to finish it just because like I have like two episodes left, but it's just like, it's like you ever watch something or you read something and people just make stupid choices in, in, in the, like, okay. So, you know, Megan and I just riffing on something. We've been watching Jane, the Virgin. Right. And there's this Mm -hmm. one character who she's just a moron. And I hate her because she's an idiot. Like, um, she no, I, and she just does stupid things because she she refuses. Now she's finally in her story arc. She's finally like, oh no, I'm making a bunch of terrible decisions, and maybe I should stop doing all that. But it's like, mm-hmm. you know, spoilers. If you're gonna watch Dororo, just fast forward for like the next like thirty seconds to a minute. My problem is that. There are these like basically it, the truth has come out about like what uh do uh, Hiyak, uh oh, the main the main character there's two main protagonists Hyakimaru mm-hmm. is the one who is like sacrificed to the demons and they took his arms his legs and his skin his eyeballs and all that stuff and he's like the cool part because he kills he kills demons and he gets body parts back right <laughs> the truth has come out about that um and. Instead of like 
somebody objectively looking at the father who made this decision and being like, yo, that's a D-bag move. You shouldn't mm. have done that. And it's like, it doesn't matter if you did it to secure the prosperity of your people or not. No, we don't do that. But instead, it's like, no, I must protect the people. I'm like, wah! Like, you know, there's a literal like, no, I won't let you harm my people. And I'm like, no, no, we don't sacrifice people, you know, to demons to secure prosperity. We don't do that. That is objectively Mm -hmm. a bad idea. (laughs) But somehow it's like, I need to like, like protect my people from the consequences of just living in the world. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no, like it's like, and none of them have the integrity to be like, maybe I should be the one It's like, Hey, if, if I really feel like my people need to be protected, maybe instead of offering up my child's life, I'll go offer my own. Yeah. No, no, we won't do that. We won't be selfless. You're going to be selfish and you're going to be like, no, you have to stay. Like you can't kill any more demons because you're threatening my people. And it's like, it's like, dude, he's, he's getting his body back. <laughs> you know, the one you sold. The to, one that the you guys sold, <laughs> which we, I mean, seems like a not great thing. That's just yeah. me. Just, just saying, just throwing that out. And, and it's like, but it, it is one of those things where I just go. Ugh. Like just like I'm so dis mm-hmm. like it's just like no I must defeat you like and it's like why don't you just go up to the temple and be like hey demons like why don't you give my brother or my son his like body parts back and just take me like but no mm-hmm. just like no you have to sacrifice yourself no I don't no no bro no <laughs> this stuff wasn't yours to bargain with in the first place yeah. like. It's just like, it's like, that's where the the premise sort of like falls off for me. Like, and that, Mm -hmm. like, I'm seeing like, like the last couple episodes, I've just seen a bunch of that. And I just kind of look at it and I go, eh. Do you think any of that stems from kind of the cultural um, uh, position that honor has? It might, I think think too, it it might just be like dated storytelling too, because it is based Mm -hmm. off of the, the Osamu Tezuka. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. so it might be some of that. I don't know. And it, yeah, cool. it could be just like cultural thing where it's like, I don't get it because I'm like, yo, this, no, we don't do that. This is wrong. Yeah. yeah this is like objectively <laughs> morally wrong. And like, you guys are complicit in this because you keep sort of like, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know gotcha. how that, that all sort of pans out. Um, yeah. So that's been pretty much it, man. Uh, it's cool. like, I mean, I'm like I said, we're, I'm watching some other stuff, and it's like I just I need to clear out some of the slate. I I want to finish mm-hmm. Dororo. There's there's some stuff I've been watching on like Crunchyroll or whatever, but I'm just kind of like, uh, TV is not like I I fall off on TV so quickly. Like yeah. I, I get into it for a while, and I'm like, but then it's just after a bit, I'm like, okay, like move on. Um, mm-hmm. So moving on to the games that I've been playing lately. Uh, y- you know, so since I beat the, the whole warlords of New York for the division two stuff, still sort of playing mm-hmm. that with Deuce and Parker, uh, and my brother-in-law Adam has actually sort of hopped into the mix occasionally too. So nice. like, he's, he, he's been playing that for a while. And so like the four of us have hopped on a little bit. Um, so that's, that's been kind of cool. Um, yeah, 
wait a second. That's such good radio. I just threw my phone um, <laughs> on the floor. I threw it on the ground. Um, <laughs> you can't buy me, Mr. Hot Dog Man. If anybody gets that reference, yeah. <laughs> that, that it's not my dad. It's a phone. Um, <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> Oh man, that, that kind of threw me off. So been playing that still. Uh haven't scored that out. Just kind of but well, no, I did score that out, but that's kind of been sort of big on the 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 map. I, I'm enjoying mm-hmm. that. Um so we I I'm still I'm kind of plugging away at Link's Awakening still. I'm mm-hmm. in, I'm in the the temple where you have to use like the the ball to knock down the pillars and stuff. It's like okay. the seventh, it's a sixth or seventh. It's late. It's one of the later temples. I'm yeah. not enjoying that temple at all. Like mm. I'm half tempted. Like, I don't know. It just, it's mm. like, it's not my, it's not my favorite. That's all. It's not my favorite. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, but yeah. And like I said, I've been playing Dragon Quest 11. I'm loving the mess out of that game. It's, Dude, I was kind of like, eh, on it. Like, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm, just because like, I was, I think I was a little JRPG'd out for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. And honestly, as much as I love the Dragon Quest games, I was just like, eh. But legitimately, like mechanically, let's, let's just be like honest. This game's not really, I like a little mm-hmm. bit more technicality. This game's like fine. Right. Like it's mechanically, it's passable. More mm-hmm. often, and you know, full disclosure, more often than not, I just put it on auto fight, like fight wisely, and I just run around and stomp on things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I'm just yep. enjoying the story beats. So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of cool because that, you know, it, it, yeah. So, uh, so for one thing, I think it's the easiest Dragon Quest game I've ever played. Mm-hmm. I'll throw that out there. Um, the other thing is, is I, I can totally see what you're talking about. Because there's something about like the first part of the game, like it's it's hard to capture. It, it I loved it immediately. I'm just like, oh, this oh, yeah. just feels good. But like, I can't pinpoint why because it's it was more like comfort food. You yeah. know, it's just like, oh, yeah, I know, I know what this is. It's not gonna like if that's not what you're feeling. Like, I, you could totally be like, well, this is bland. Like I've done this before. Like yeah. this is just you know, but but to me it was more just like a really, I, I don't know. It's like watching old episodes of Dragon Ball or something. You know, it's just like oh, this is just great. Like I love, it just speaks to me. You know, there's no. there's something there. But but I agree. Like it's it's nothing. I could totally see where someone plays the first couple hours of this game and they're just like, what, like why why is this so special, like. Yeah, you keep keep definitely, playing. You definitely gotta like put some time into it, like you know, because like, and it's unfortunate because I really wish they would have done something to make the combat sort of pop a little bit. Like I'm not mm-hmm. saying even break yep. with the formula, but like do something that makes the combat stand out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, I don't need you to go on full like crazy break and boost from Octopath or Bravely Default. Mm-hmm. Something like that might have been helpful or cool. I and. And honestly, I might just like, I've kind of been thinking about like, I, like I, I mentioned in the discord, I'm thinking about when I'm done with this, going back through and doing the draconian challenges, just be, mm-hmm. seeing like if the harder difficulty, like 
scratches that itch a little bit more. I, I, again, I, yeah. I'm loving the game. I'm just, right. I'm, I'm going to be really honest. The mechanics are kind of like, eh. like yeah. mechanically it's like, it's not the, like if, if we gave like number ratings, this would, this, there's a reason it'd be like a nine instead of a 10 because I'm like, well, mechanically it's just boring. It's fine. And it's fun. And it's, it's functional. And so you can't like peel points away for that, but mm-hmm. it's like, it does it's classic. Yeah. And right. which, is, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying like, when you put it in the same sphere, something like an Octopath Traveler or that right. has like really great turn-based, like technical combat. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, like, yeah, like they're they're kind of in the same family but one of these is like and where i would say that i do think dragon quest 11 story is superb like mm-hmm. it's masterful but uh yeah dragon quest 11 is awesome and i love it and i keep telling people i'm like do like don't be stupid like me stop sleeping on this um like play it because it's awesome you know mm-hmm. um so there's that uh also and it's i i posted about this in the discord uh so yeah you did <laughs> oh boy uh, <laughs> i i you know friend friend of the show logan from uh trg for whatever reason decided he needed to play uh not only my name is mayo one but two and my name is mayo three um i i guess like I think it's kind of obvious why the easy platinums. Just, yeah, just yeah. to get another platinum. That's uh, why anyone would play any of these. Well, games. and so I don't know why I had it in my library, but I had it in my library. Okay. It's like I was like, okay, Logan's been playing these. Uh, I'll see. I'll, the, maybe there's something more to this, there, and there really isn't. Mm-hmm. There, there's not. <laughs> it is literally you just hit X button a lot. Wow. Uh, but, and I would say there is something a little bit like what's kind of fun okay. is like you tap the button, right? And as you go mm-hmm. through, you sort of unlock, like there's a sub trophy sort of system in the game and you unlock mm-hmm. these different like little story beats and they're not great, but it is, mm-hmm. an inter- it's interesting enough to sort of get you through most of it. And I was like, yeah. and they tell like these weird little stories and vignettes and mm-hmm. it's like, it's okay. Like, uh, that's kind of clever, but it's like, it's just not a good game. It's like, mm-hmm. I took the points in, in, in the beatdown because I was like, no, like I played this stupid thing. Uh, and even though I regret it, I played it and it's not on my backlog anymore. And I, I mm-hmm. got the, the platinum. And even though it's like a dirty platinum and it's kind of like, I'm taking the points. And if anybody wants to fight with me, like you can go pound sand. I don't care. Like I suffered for an hour and change through this dumb thing. Like I will, I will take the points. Yeah. But yeah. it's, it's not good. I don't recommend these, th- th- those games at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if you are sort of the trophy hunter type, yeah, there you go. But honestly, I think you can like, you'd be better. Just my recommendation is you'd be better off playing like a telltale game. Like, okay. You know, uh, wolf among us or, uh, 
the Walking Dead, Walking Dead, the Borderlands, tell the Borderlands Telltale mm-hmm. game is a ton of fun. So I mean, Sweet. like those are the like those are a little more enjoyable in my opinion, and like they t- they're a little more time intensive, but they're still pretty low effort. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, but all that being said, I did you know so that that negative two from my name is mayo would have put me at negative six but i did sort of i pulled the trigger on a couple things i ended up buying and i i'm let me pull up uh my handy dandy gg app here i had it pulled up let's see if uh i have the wrong list pulled up Mm -hmm. way to go nate um (laughs) that's a good thing to do so I bought uh the there was the remaster or whatever for Quake um that was okay. put out on modern consoles consoles not too recent not too long ago. Uh, I picked that up mm-hmm. for like 5 bucks cuz that's something that I think it's got online multiplayer so that's something I can play with the Lukes. Um okay. Also it's Quake which is just that's a fun dumb like shoot things rip and tear yeah. kind of deal um i also there's this like indie darling that has like sort of been on my radar for a while it's got like kind of a really neat aesthetic and i listened to um an interview with the game sound director and uh, composer uh, it's called unpacking um and it's really okay. just sort of a gamified version of packing but it's like everybody kind of it's like one of those things where there's a lot of people are ranting and raving about it. And it's like, it just seems like one of those things where I think there will be a point where I just want something atmospheric, but kind of chill. And like, it seems like it's going to vibe. So, Mm -hmm. and so that's, I did, I purchased that as well. So the, the negative two points that I got through wasting my time with my name is Mayo we're pretty much shot right out the gate because of Mm -hmm. those two acquisitions. Um, And speaking, so my backlog score is still at negative four, which I'm okay with. I'm okay Mm -hmm. with. Um, Mm -hmm. But speaking of the backlog beatdown, let's just sort of move into the things that we think are cool and you should check out. GG Mm -hmm. is the official app of the backlog beatdown. Okay. And GG, if you're not, you know, which it's, may or may not have a silly name but you know we like it and we like charles it's a letterbox app for your video Mm -hmm. game collection you can uh, create custom lists you can rate and review you can see what your friends are playing um if you're interested there's a paid uh version like you can have a subscription do it yearly or monthly uh for there were some early access people that was like got like a super sweet deal um but you know, if you're in that that pro tier or the elite tier, I think is what what it's called. Uh, you do have access to features a little earlier. Um, you have a role in his Discord, and you have a little more access to Charles. But like I said, we like that app. We like Charles, and uh, you know, like I said, we like it so much we made it the official app of the backlog beatdown. Speaking of other things that you like. We hope that if you're still listening to this podcast, or if you're just tuning in for the first time, that uh, you like what we do here. And if you do, and you've rated and reviewed the podcast, if you've shared and cared with your friends, um, and you've sort of done all the other things, and you're looking for a way to go a little bit above and beyond, we would really encourage you to take a look at our Patreon, right? We look at it as a tip jar. And it's there's no subscription tiers, and it's just sort of like if you want to throw us a couple bucks and you like what we do, 
there you go. There's an opportunity for you to support us, you know, again, a little bit above and beyond. But there are perks mm-hmm. to being a patron, right? So we were talking about Dragon Quest Eleven. That's a game that was nominated by some of our patrons for us to play. Uh, last episode, we had the Trash Turkey on. Jeremy is one of our patrons, and for pennies a day, he made us play River City Ransom. And made is a strong <laughs> word because I think we both had a good time with that, mm. and we had a mm-hmm. good time mm-hmm. hanging out with Jeremy. So, But our patrons, they get early and uncut access to all of our all, all the audio feeds. You know, There's a video feed that... Uh, for that's exclusive to that you only can access through patron or the patreon mm-hmm. um y- you know and they have a little more access to us in the discord and through the patreon itself so all that being said guys like just want you to think about it lastly um and we've we've referenced referenced them several times in this episode so far but we are members of the playwell network alongside the artist currently for the co- artist currently known as the techno funk <laughs> boy, our friend Paul Lytle, and Wesley Ray, the henchin dad himself. Um, mm-hmm. We love their content. We like what those guys are about, and uh, we're glad to be friends with them and partners with them. And we think that you should check out, you know, some of what they're doing. Do it. Do it. it. <clears throat> Excuse me, may I have a moment of your time to talk about the wonder and beauty of tokusatsu? See, tokusatsu is a Japanese word for special effects and usually refers to the super fun TV shows you watched as a kid with those heroes wearing spandex and those giant rubber monsters and cool explosions and awesome transformations. <sighs> so cool. I happen to be a big fan of it and run a podcast about the entire genre. So if you could just, like, I don't know, subscribe and, and take a listen to my episodes, I greatly appreciate it. It's called the Henshin Dad Podcast, and it's it's kind of awesome. <laughs> or at least my, my mom thinks so, but she still hasn't reviewed it on iTunes yet. No. But anyway, thanks for your time. Just just check it out, the Henshin Dad Podcast. It's on Anchor, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, Okay, okay bye! And... We're back. So, all right. We are indeed. We are indeed. Uh, all right, man. This is, this has, I know we we always have potential to be big and beefy. Mm-hmm. This has potential to be really beefy. We're, we're yeah. going to run through a hundred factoids and trivia bits. Mm-hmm. So without any further delay, Josh, you took evens. Why don't you start us off at the bottom with a little bit of trivia about... Number 100. Number 100 is River City Ransom. Of course, we talked about it last episode. It's our eternal number 100 on this list. River City Ransom. Okay, so we talked about it again last episode, um, but this game is a, uh, it's a Kunio Kun game, right? So obviously, in Japan, your main character, his name was Kunio. Okay, but uh, when it was when it was brought over here to America, they changed the name of your characters. What is it, Jeff and Alex? I think Alex and Ryan. But Alex and Ryan. There you go, Alex and Ryan. But the original Japanese, you've got Kunio. And for uh, the question that I have for you, Nate, is what is the name of the second player in the Japanese version in the original version? Okay, so you got three choices here. You got first first one. One is Yoshida. Two is Ricky or three is Bobby Ricky which one is it Ricky 
You're right. It is Ricky. And fun little factoid, Ricky was actually um, one of the bosses in the first Kunio Kun game, which came over as Renegade. Uh, so the, so Kunio the, and Ricky fought and then became yes. friends because that's actually they're how like it, best friends. That's how it works. Yes. It's like you beat the crap out of each other and they're like, yo, this is my bro for life. One hundred percent. That's exact. It again. It just reminds me of Yu Yu Hakusho. Like that's exactly how how that uh, kind that of dynamic actually kind of happened puts in there too. Yu Yu Hakusho on. Like you mentioned that last episode, and now I'm like, I kind of want to watch this. Like, <laughs> it's good. It's fun. We've it's also a lot talked of fun, about so. my my strained relationship with television in general. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Yeah. All that all that weeby stuff. So, okay. So 99. I have one for you. So number ninety nine is Guitar Hero three, right? Uh, ah. There was a well, semi-famous musician who did the mocap for the male singer. Do you? Oh. Do you know? Was it? it I'll just. Mm, how do I want to <laughs> do this? Do Do you want to take a guess as to who that might have been? And and I'll just narrow down the 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 category. It was an '80s hair metal band. Mm. Mm. So you have, mm-hmm. I mean, there's now there's there's a a good bit in there. You have like GNR, you've got uh, right. Poison, you've got Def Lap, right? Like, yeah. See, I wouldn't think it's it's GNR just because Slash is so prominent. So I I wouldn't think that they would get um Alex, not Alex, Axel, uh, Axel Rose. Uh, so oh my gosh, but who? Um, an eighties hair metal singer um I, I will sort of i'll <laughs> give you a little bit of a hint here is it gene simmons no uh okay well and one he wasn't a front man he was the bassist for kiss oh that's right that's right yeah um <laughs> but I'll, I'll i'll give you another shot and i'll narrow it down they were this band and this this front man in particular were known for being very having like sort of ballads um in fact oh. one of their the, their most famous songs is a power ballad. Is Don't Stop Believing? Um, no. How, why can't, no, it's not. No. Okay. Okay. So it's, it's not, it's okay. not Journey. Yeah. That's, yes. Yeah. And, and I couldn't think of the guy's name. So, uh, um, the, and I don't know any of the actual musicians for Boston, but that's who, that's the next band that kind of, when you see 80s like power ballads. Those are the two bands that come to mind for me, uh, but I can't think of the name. Do, so. do you yield? I, I, I yield. It was Brett Michaels from Poison. Every uh, rose uh, has a thorn. <laughs> Every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. There you go. Um, but yeah, he, I love it. he, he, uh, that's hilarious. He actually, <laughs> So he, his character model actually is in the game for a couple of songs because okay. they, they do play, you do a poison song, but then, right. um, I think he has a, a, a separate solo act kind of, or not so, but like he has a separate band and they okay. did a song of the Brett Michaels band or whatever. And he mm-hmm. does like, they, they just have him sort of like in the game doing his thing, but he actually did all the mocap for the male, the male wow. character. 
Hmm. So, wow. Yeah. I had no idea. That's crazy. I didn't know they, they did that. I just, yeah. Again, I think of Guitar Hero 3 and I just think of Slash. So, yeah. Um, but that's cool. That's cool. Awesome. Well, moving right along. Uh, number 98 on our list is Game Dev Story. So this this is just a true or false, okay? You got two options, either true or false. The original release date for this game was all the way back in 2010 on mobile. True or false? I'm going to say false. That is correct. It is false. Now, it's true that it was released on mobile in 2010, but it was released on Windows in 1997. Wow. That's how old this game is. I yeah. mean, it definitely has like that vibe. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in Japan, in Japan, not in America yet, but 1997 in Japan was the original release date. It, I think, I believe it blew up when it went to, to mobile, um, but... That's kind of crazy to me. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Two to zip. All right. So this one, you are a fan of this game. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the Stanley Parable. I'm going to. Yes. Oh, I do like So the Ultra Deluxe version just popped out on the market, right? Oh. And okay. the. Uh... Hmm. Uh, I see. I didn't always. So, let me actually just read my notes. The Ultra Deluxe version released April twenty seventh this year, twenty twenty two, right? Okay. Um. He uh, and it's it's out on consoles. And actually, I wanted to talk to you about this because this might. I know that you really like this game. Mm-hmm. I might tap into some of our funding to pick this up so that I can play it and we can have a conversation. Uh, Sweet. So, but that that number is actually significant, and um, just sort of. Do you know what four twenty seven means in that, like, or what other use that has in the game? Mm-hmm. Um, I I I don't. If I were to take a stab in take the dark, maybe the- it's a. It's a password to open a door. You're close. You're close. It's actually okay. Stanley's ID number. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So there you go. Yeah. It's a, there were lots of interesting factoids, lots of like sort of uh, scenario ideas uh, that they threw out and like all sorts, there's all sorts of like gag stuff in there. Um, I'm, and oh, yeah. reading all the factoids actually made me say like, maybe I really need to talk about like Josh about picking up this game. So. There's mm-hmm. that. Um, it's yeah. also got a a trophy on in the PlayStation, in, it, like where it's like you basically don't play the game for ten years. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, I know that one was on Steam. I didn't know it was on PlayStation. As well. Yeah, yep. so I'm like, <laughs> is it? Thing? There, there's something that I, I'm really appreciative of that sort of level of a uh, you know trophy design. I'm, I'm into this that. game. Plays you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was 427 is Stanley's ID number, but it's also it nice. released April 27th. So I thought that that's was awesome. That's that's, a cool little factoid. Yeah, yeah, and, and that yeah, it does sound because the game gets meta at times, and yes, yeah, so it, there's just so many gags to it. So yeah, it's it's a good time. It's a good time. So that makes sense. All right, so number 96 is Shovel Knight. Mm. Okay, so similarly, um, at the time of this game's release, the original release, Shovel Knight was exclusive to three platforms. Okay, originally released only on three platforms. Okay, the first was Windows. What were the other two platforms that this was released on? 
initially? Yes. PlayStation Vita. So it was for three months. For three months, it was only on these three platforms before it started getting PlayStation Vita and 3DS. Close. 3DS and Wii U. Ah. It was Nintendo exclusive with Windows as well. Um, Again, just for three months, but that initial release, like if you remember back, it was kickstarted, which is kind of crazy. And uh, yeah, dropped on... Steam, I guess, Windows, and uh, and 3DS and Wii U. So that's pretty crazy. Also, another little factoid just to throw out, because I, I was kind of going back and forth between them, but uh, the Shovel Knight Amiibo was actually the first indie game Amiibo, Amiibo yeah. that ever came out. Yeah, um, that was released. It, it wasn't the first non-Nintendo character, but it was it was definitely the first indie yeah. game character Amiibo. So and it's one of the fun. only really indie game Amiibos like mm-hmm. there are a pile of amiibos out there and not all of them are nintendo properties but mm-hmm. most of them are from more mainline titles like yep and it was the first non nintendo game to support amiibo mhm which is kind of cool yeah so shovel knight's kind of neat i need to i need to get that sort of in in my pile i need to actually sit down and go back through it mm. so our, all right, so number 95. Wow. Yes. We're kind of moving at this at an okay clip, Josh. I'm I'm not. I um, mean, we're four in, so let's, let's, let's see what happens. Let's, let's see what happens. <laughs> we still got a whole lot. Uh, Bomber Generation. Uh, Bomberman Generation yes. is number 95. Okay. So Bomberman has the red scarf, right? You know, part of his design, mm-hmm. he's got that little red scarf. That is actually a tribute and it you know it's not it's not like super confirmed but this is actually a bit of a tribute to a a protagonist in another sort of pop culture series so i've got three heroes uh one tv and two video game here um that this could possibly have been influenced by and you tell me which one it's most likely um so we have strider here from strider Mm -hmm. Okay, he's got the big long red cape. We have Hatsuma from Ninja Gaiden, and then we have uh, oh, I have I, I, this one is obviously false, but uh, yeah, this is falsely. I did throw in the Shadow from the old Pulp Fiction kind of like the, oh, yeah. the radio drama stuff because I saw that he had a red scarf. So he's an obvious false flag. But or was it Common Rider? Oh man! Oh dang it! <laughs> You're pulling on my heartstrings here, even though I haven't watched it, but Tokusatsu. Um, so I am gonna go, you know, I'm I'm really tempted. I'm really tempted to um to to go with um oh my gosh, what was the second the first one was Strider. Strider. The second one was it was Ninja Gaiden. I'm really tempted to go with that just because it's another uh Konami game. Um but in I can't remember if Strider was. Maybe it is. So I might just be all mixed up. But I'm going to have to go with Common Rider. Yeah. Trust your guy here. You were right, man. Um, hey, that's awesome. Yeah, no, it was Common Rider. <laughs> and it was like one of those things. I was a little factoid. And I thought, oh, well, Josh will get a kick out of this. And so will Wes. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Bomberman's little red scarf. Um, and, again, it's not like one of those things that was confirmed. But one of the factoids mm-hmm. I read said is most likely a tribute to Common Rider. 
Dude, that yeah, that is so cool, and uh, may or may not be the the only time that tokusatsu is mentioned in some of these. Nice, <laughs> Japan nice. likes its tokusatsu, so we'll see. But before we do that, we're coming back to America for this next game. Uh, number ninety four is Portal. Okay, this is another true or false for you. Okay, Bad Robot, J.J. Abrams production company owns the rights to a Portal movie. True or false? I'm gonna say true. That is true, and they have owned it since 2013. So it is currently in development hell. <laughs> but apparently, last year it was still there was there were some rumblings that it that it's still working its way through, trying to get made. But yeah, so so J.J. Abrams on Portal, interesting. I mean, I don't uh, it. I don't hate what he did with star Wars and I don't hate what he did mm. with star Trek either. I think they're fine. I don't think they're like mind blowing. So, eh. mm-hmm. and portal doesn't have much of a story to screw up. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, See, but kind of strong suit is its ending. So I don't know what JJ Abrams would do to, to mess up the ending for that. Yeah. I don't, I don't we'll <laughs> So I don't know. Anyways, I just thought that was interesting. Uh, that there are rights to a movie that were that are out there. So, so this is sort of a pick one. Well, no, I, you know what? I'm just mm-hmm. going to turn this one into a factoid. I was going to do a true false here, but uh, so you Miyaki, uh, this is we're talking about Katamari Damacy here, right? Okay, and yeah. You Miyaki had a tendency to make scratch recordings of song ideas into a little voice mm-hmm. recorder when he walked through the hallways at Namco, which became a well-known quirk. As a joke, he put one of these scratch recordings in the title song on an early build, leading to the now iconic na 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 opening theme to Katamari Damacy. I just thought that I was like, I thought that that was really interesting that because that song is like, it's not really an earworm, but it's kind of an earworm. Like you hear it and you're like, oh, yeah. And it's like, but it started out as him just sort of making weird sounds into his voice recorder and it became a placeholder. And then it was just like, everybody was like, no, this is, yeah. And it perfectly sort of vibes with the game. I was like, so I just, like I said, interesting little factoid there. Like I said, I was going to try and build it into a true and false question, but I was like, I I don't know how I'd do that. So yeah. 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 That, that's awesome. Yeah. Cause that definitely sounds that, I mean, just because of that opening, like you can see that 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 he would be one to just kind of hum things and and yeah that's that's awesome that's awesome i love that uh so number 92 is katana zero a game that i have not yet played mm-hmm. my question for you nate how many people were on the dev team for katana zero was it 10 people was it three people or was it one person three three it was just one just one a, a justin stander oh. is his name and he made this game that is a, all by his lonesome. Dude, that's a dope game. Like, Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's on this list. <laughs> dude, it's – so yeah, uh, you need to pull the trigger on that one, buddy. It's like I think – because it's like they're action puzzles. It's like if mm-hmm. Hotline Miami were not so action-y and had like more of a strategic sort of thing uh, yep. going on, I, I I really like that game. That's, that's very cool. One dude yeah. did all that. One dude. One dude. Wow. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. So 
Uh, this one is it's a game that you've actually played in the not too distant future or uh, past. Wow. Again, mm-hmm. I already established Nate Talk Pretty tonight. Um, so this is we're talking about the Nonary games. And I just pulled oh, some yes. weird trivium here. Uh, so there's weird. there's a character in the game whose name is Snake. Um, all right. Okay. And they have a hmm. secret talent that is used fairly early on in the game. Do you remember this character? I don't. Okay. Off the top of my head. So if I asked you what their secret talent was, you would have uh, probably no idea. So I would have no idea. If I were to like do an image search for Nonary Game Snake, then I might. Well, I'll give you. I don't know if that would. I'll give you three options. Okay. And one of the, like, since you already sort of know the game, it's going to be a dead giveaway. Um, we'll say, like, can do spot on, you know, uh, accent mimicry can perfectly mimic any accent from any locale um has a photographic memory and has basically memorized all of the birds from some bird collecting books that used to there was a series that you're gonna get this one Mm -hmm. right it's and or lastly uh they have a a keen musical ear and can um, have a secret talent for musical composition. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's the second one. I think it's the photographic memory. With the birds? Specifically yes. birds? Yeah. Are you serious? That's, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm guessing. Are you for real? <laughs> that's what I'm guessing. Uh, I, I don't remember this character. No. Uh, so Snake from the, uh, from the game. I think it was 999. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah. Because that's where they actually had. Okay. Had a had a who is blind. From yeah. What I understand, but has yeah, a that's right a talent for musical composition. That's right. And that's that you actually mm-hmm. use that in solving one of the puzzles. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. I did. I did the Google image search after I guessed, and, and, and so, now that and I you're see like, the character, as soon as you, like, so, okay. And the okay. the name of the books I was looking for was the Audubon Society. The Audubon Society does bird watching books. Uh, How do I know that? Uh, I may not. I may or may not have taken up bird watching at one point in time in my life. Ah, interesting. <laughs> the more you know. It was very short lived. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, you sit there with a cigar. I like that. Uh, okay, number ninety is NBA Jam, and so this game was released on a number of different platforms, right? But originally, it was on the arcade. So um, we're taking that into account. Okay, there's NBA Jam, there's Tournament Edition, there's all these different versions. Okay, one of the big things about NBA Jam, and I've never actually played the game, but from what I've heard, um, one of the big things about this game are the the cameos, the hidden characters mm. in the game, okay? Um, my, my question, true or false, that unlockable characters include Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, and the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Hmm, I know the Clintons are in it. Um, mm. I don't know about Donald or Will Smith. I'm going to go with false just because I feel like I feel like Will Smith and Donald Trump are sort of red herrings. They're meant to throw me off. 
You're right. Donald Trump is not. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is what? in one of the versions of the game, but Donald Trump is not. I Yeah, I was I was thinking like totally when it, when it came out, like he just had a different persona then. He was just some rich dude. And so why not throw him in the video game? But no, no, he's not in there. Hmm. But you're right. Both Clintons are in there, yes. which is weird to me. I didn't know Hillary was a thing back then, but cool. I guess, I guess so. I guess so. Um, <laughs> Number 89, Donkey Kong 94. All right. This is a true mm -hmm. or false mm. sort of statement here. Okay. Uh, this was the first Game Boy title designed with enhanced features specifically for the Super Game Boy. It added a set of color values to the game. Yep. And a background that looked like Donkey Kong, a Donkey Kong arcade cabinet. True or yep. false? True. Oh, yeah, That's true. This is, that, that is true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought that I, was I pretty on Super Game Boy when I was younger. Okay. Yes. So uh so that was like that was just an easy sort of like pitch right down the middle for you. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Because the way that the Super Game Boy worked is it, it really the, the original Game Boy only had four colors for its palette, mm -hmm. you know, the like the green, uh, but four shades of green. And so Super Game Boy would would change those four colors to basically whatever you wanted them to be, and it had these set palettes. But with that Donkey Kong cartridge, it actually used more colors that were only readable by the Super Game Boy. So you still got the four shades when you played it on Game Boy, but when you popped it in the Super Game Boy, there were a few more colors in there as well. So yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. I really like that game. I thought that was pretty cool. So. <laughs> yeah. Super All right, Game Boy was kind of a neat thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, in, in the, yeah, it's, it's funny. Nowadays, nowadays the thing as an adult is to, to, to have your TV experiences on a handheld. Yeah. <laughs> Back then, it was to have your handheld we're, experiences we're on the TV. <laughs> we are regressing. <laughs> yeah um and even playing two player was was pretty cool like that too but okay so number 88 is xcom 2 uh, i've got another true or false question for you here true or false during development play testers found that the game was too punishing and so fire access or uh right fire access for access yeah, yeah i don't whatever it is yeah but anyways they rebalance the game to make it more accommodating to new players I find that hard to believe. I'm going to just say false. Like Ah, you're right. You're right. It's actually the opposite. During playtesting, they found that it was too easy, and so they made the game harder. So. Yeah. <laughs> I can attest yeah. to, to the difficulty in that game. <laughs> it's, it's frustrating. Uh, mm -hmm. but, and now you know why. And now I know they, <laughs> they did that on purpose. Um, mm -hmm. All right. So this one, we're sort of veering into pop culture a little bit. But okay. in Mass Effect 2 had a number of fairly high profile actors performing, um, doing the different roles. Okay. And so I'm going to, uh, Cal Rieger was played by Adam Baldwin. Baldwin all right. Um, okay. Miranda was voiced by Yvonne Strahovski, and Arya was voiced by Carrie Ann Moss. But that's not the first time or the only time that the three of those have worked together on a series or a project. Now, we're talking about a television show, but those three actors and well, the, the actor and those two actresses actually work together in a television series. Do you know what television series they work together in? 
I I'm just gonna like go out on a limb. Is it um uh oh why can't why can't I think of the name? Oh, I'm drawing a total blank. Is it a sci-fi series? Not really. Okay, then it's not the one that I'm thinking of. Um Were you thinking Serenity or Firefly? Yes. Yes, yes. And yeah, Baldwin, yeah. yes, That's was in Firefly. Was thinking of. He's also <laughs> which and he's awesome as Jane in that. But mm-hmm. Do you want to take another guess? Like since uh, or, 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 actually take a guess. Well, well, I mean that that was exactly what my guess was. I just couldn't think of it. So they they uh, actually all worked on when the, the the the, the <laughs> I wish. Uh the show <laughs> Chuck. Um Adam Baldwin uh, played the role of John Casey. Yvonne Strahovski was Sarah Walker, and Carrie Ann Moss played the role of Gertrude Verbonsky. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I've heard that's a good show. I think I've seen. You've, a oh, you never seen? I, I haven't actually I was, watched through it for sure. I thought that that Chuck's fine. It's it's fun. It's a fun little romp. Yes. So. That's yeah. That's that's pretty much what I've heard. And then yeah, just not as much TV time. And then I get sucked in by other things. So cool, dude. Cool. There's a ton that's of nice. voice acting trivium out there too. Like that's a good. Tons. I don't think I got into any of that, but that's that's a good. I got uh, into a little bit of it, but. Good way to good way to go. Um, number eighty six is Halo Two. Okay, so in Halo Two, um, you were introduced to a melee weapon that was only used by your enemies in Halo One. It was the energy sword, right? Mm-hmm. It's extremely powerful. Um, oh, this is, so this is a, the true or false? Okay, it's an extremely powerful melee weapon, but it's limited usage, which you only get like ten or so slashes before it stops working. Um, made it a rarity in multiplayer battles is that true or false i'm gonna say false you're right it is false because what they did is in the in the single player version you only get like 10 swings in the multiplayer it's unlimited Mm -hmm. so you can wreck shop with that thing dude and there's like a there's a way to abuse like the frames or something like that where you can like i like you do like a dash if you like, oh no yeah that that is just how you use it he lunges forward and slashes yeah. yeah But yeah. it's like you can so if you're really good, you know how to get around it. But it's yeah, yeah, you're a beast with that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh-huh. I've played entirely too many video games. Um, <laughs> but all right, is what we're learning tonight. So <laughs> this one is uh, there's a bit of a pun here. All right, okay, and I'm going okay. to ask I you like it to already. guess the pun. So okay. we're talking about Titanfall two. Mm-hmm. And there is a mode that they added, um, okay. not you know fairly you know within the last several years that gives the player three uses of the grappling hook pistol. So you know, obviously, okay. grappling hooks make every game better. But this this mode is actually a bit of a portmanteau, and it it actually blends Titanfall to you know with the name of a fairly prominent anime what anime did they combine with titanfall to name this mode attack on titanfall yes <laughs> that's awesome this mode is called attack on titanfall and you the the players are given three uses of the grappling hook pistol so nice nice Oh, that's cool. That's funny because, yeah, in in my research, someone uh, it, a totally different game 
talked about Attack on Titan. So that's like the only reason that was in my head. Um, so that's that's cool in in some of a similar situation. But we it, will get it there. It says that the developers at uh, Respawn are weeb trash. Uh-huh. That's what that tells us. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, well, speaking of weeb trash, actually, I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, number eighty four is Bubble Bobble. Okay, you know the the little game on NES. It was originally an arcade where um, you've got two dudes who got turned into uh, bubble dragons and had their girlfriends stolen. So they have to go as bubble dragons and save their girlfriends. Okay, um, this one. This one, there are actually two separate answers, and I just need you to get one of them. Name the sequel of the original Bubble Bobble. So the original Bubble Bobble was arcade and NES. There's a sequel. Do you have any idea what the sequel is? I'm just going to Bubble say Bubble Bobble 2. So yes and no. It's it's either I, I would have taken either Bubble Bobble Part 2 or... Rainbow Islands, the story of Bubble Bobble 2. That's right. There are two completely separate games with two completely different styles of gameplay that are called Bubble Bobble 2, which is I, I just thought was really interesting. No, that is. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I knew there was going to be a hook in there somehow, but I was like, I have no idea. So <laughs> I don't know. This Bubble Bobble 2? Is esoteric? <laughs> yes. Very, very close. Very close. Swing and Technically, miss. that part is on the front of the box. <laughs> mm. All right. So, Dragon 83, number 83. Mm-hmm. Gonna, eh, decent clip. Uh, Dragon Warrior here. This is a two truths and a okay. lie. All right. Okay. So, the original, the, I'm going to, three factoids here. All right. Mm hmm. The iconic slime started out as a placeholder monster that was so well-liked within the studio that they actually kept it in. And it's since become like the face, like the, the most consistent thing about Dragon Warrior. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, or, and the Dragon Quest series. That's, that's one factoid. Okay. The U.S. release for the NES is actually upgraded versus the Japanese version. It mm. has a battery, better graphics, better controls, and gameplay. Um, or I know that one to be true. Okay. And then lastly, Dragon Quest was actually included as a free gift with a, with a subscription to Nintendo power. So, and I know that one to be true too. So, so I thought the first one was true, but I'm going to say the first one was false. It it is false. Slime is a placeholder. The the slime is immensely popular. But it was yes. not. It was. It was actually one of the first designs that Akira Toriyama did, and but it, it was never meant as a placeholder. It was just okay. Like, okay, that is. But that was a really good one. Like that one. If I didn't absolutely know that the other two were true, I didn't then know that, that about. Gotten me. I didn't know that about the the U.S. version was actually a much a, a significantly better version than the Japanese version. If you look back, yeah, if you can see like screen caps of of the Japanese, well, I guess you have to kind of see it in motion. The the main character never turns his body. He's always facing forward. It looks a lot more like what it's trying to emulate in like wizardry and stuff like that. Well, like and old it's PC games. Yeah, and it was it, like so the the controls I read a little bit about the controls how it was like you would have to it would, they were almost like tank controls. 
Oh gosh. Uh, like th- that's the way it yeah. sounded. But then too, it's like they it had like the the weird like like 80 digit passcodes that were oh, prior that sounds like the worst. <laughs> prior to to having batteries in the yeah. uh you know in the cartridge, it would do like that wow. that that it wasn't 80 character but but it was like you know like right, right. even still you get past like 15 and it's it's difficult dude, not to and so, screw like, that out River, somehow i'm surprised we didn't actually i didn't bring this up but like one of the things was in river city ransom they actually mm. you did the passcode in the, the nas version you wrote down the passcodes to like to save your progress and if mm-hmm. you messed up something in there yep like yeah so there, there's a game on NES called Spiritual Warfare that's really good. It's a Zelda clone, uh, but it's a Christian game. Uh, <laughs> um, and that one took passwords, like stupidly long passwords, and we would screw those up all the time, and it was really frustrating. So yeah, I, I know, I, I, I feel, I feel the the password uh, wrath. Yes. Okay. Um, all right, so that was Dragon Warrior, I guess, mm-hmm. original. Um, number 82 is Hyper Light Drifter. Okay. The Kickstarter was originally $27,000 to make this game. That's all that they were asking for, 27000 How much did Heart Machine end up receiving through Kickstarter? Is it A, $645,000, B, $265,000, or C, $180,000? B. B is incorrect. They got $645,000 off a campaign that was only asking for $27,000. I mean, that game is really great. Yes. So, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, like <laughs> Crazy. actually, because I have Solar Ash for my PS5, and I've been meaning okay. to, like, man. Now I'm like, I need to play Solar Ash. No, <laughs> nice. Hyperlight Drifter is awesome. Dude, did it you is. see the thing? Uh, there's like a sort of sequel-ish thing coming. Like, I, I think it's called Hyperlight Breaker. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've heard rumblings of that. I haven't looked too deep into it, but it was a while ago, so I forget. I, I, it popped it. up <laughs> in, in my timeline or something like maybe two or three months ago, and I was like, oh, Nate yeah. wants... Um, <laughs> that's a great game. I mighty yeah. need. I have a mighty need. <laughs> yes, that GIF has been making some uh, appearances. All right, uh, moving on. Eighty-one Dark Souls. Right. Okay. Mm. So, and this is sort of a broader from software game sort of re- reference. Anyways, cool. But uh, the the Moonlight Great Sword shows up. In Dark Souls, Dark Souls 3 mm-hmm. shows up in a bunch of these games. There is one from software game, however, to which this does not show up in. And I'll I'll give you uh I actually have to look up the one. The the Metal Wolf Chaos game. Okay. Oh, does it yeah. show up in that or does it not show up in Sekiro? Which one of those two games does it not show up in? Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm I'm tempted to say uh, Metal Wolf Chaos because that one's more guns than it is than it is swords. But just because it's so crazy, I'm gonna have to go with Sekiro. Yeah, it is Sekiro. Have Sekiro, Sekiro does not have. It is the only from software game that does not have the Moonlight Great Sword. 
Now, wow. the original, uh, the the Lord's Ring or whatever, the the very first, like the, the basically the proto Dark Souls mm-hmm. game uh, for the PS2 or Kingsfield, that's what it is. King, yeah, doesn't yeah. actually have the Moonlight Greatsword. It has the Moonlight Sword, but in every other game, pretty much that it, it is made so. Interesting. I did not know that. That is it, this game is fun. Yeah. So there <laughs> you go. Lots of facts. Lots of facts. Okay. So um, let's see. Next up, number eighty is Xenoblade Chronicles. So this this one's this was a fun one. There's lots of different facts here. Um, so Xenoblade Chronicles originally it was only slated for a Japanese release on the Nintendo Wii. What caused Nintendo to release this game in North America? Do you remember? Wait, say this again. I'm originally Xenoblade Chronicles on Wii was only slated for a Japanese release. What was it that caused Nintendo to release this game in North America? So I know that Bravely Default, the only reason it came to America was that there was basically some people found out about it and basically started like a bunch of Facebook groups petitioning Nintendo and Square Enix to bring it, bring it across the pond. Mm-hmm. I would assume that it's pretty much the same thing. Some fans got a hold of it and basically just annoyed Nintendo until they gave in. Yes. Yes, that is absolutely correct. Um, and there, you know, there may, they may be some some uh, uh, differences in the details there, but it was it was uh, called Project Rainfall. It was to get Xenoblade Chronicles, Pandora's Tower, and the Last Story over here mm. in America. Now, technically, as I was looking into I this, the a Last bit more, Tower and Pandora's. Uh... Uh, Pandora's Tower, last story. Yeah, the, I have those for my Wii. Nice. I never got Pandora Pandora's Tower, but I did get the special edition of the last story, and I've played through that. So it was fun. It's different, but it's fun. Um, so, the, the, well, the, yeah, as I'm looking into details, actually Xenoblade Chronicles was going to be released, and it may be the case with all three of these, in the PAL regions. Mm. And so when that happened... That's when Project Rainfall went like full force in like, look, it's already in English, just bring it to America. And Nintendo acquiesced, which is just really funny in hindsight to me that, you know, like a big heavy hitter game, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Almost like, didn't come to the is, States. Right, yeah. right. It was it was because of fan outlash. outlash. Um, and it also explains why the original game and of course subsequent games now as well all have British voice acting is because it wasn't even supposed to come to America. Like It was only dubbed to go to PAL regions. It was Nintendo of Europe that accepted the game in Nintendo of America. Which is so weird because Nintendo, on just about every other front, just abuses their fans and pays absolutely no attention to them. (laughs) But the one time they did, you know, it's like, maybe maybe it was that was it. It It's like, this is the one time we're going to do this. And from here on out, it's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just funny that it like actually paid off with this one, you know, like, like it's actually turned into a a pretty big franchise. Another fun little factoid is that it did not start off as a Xeno game that actually the dev team behind the Xeno saga series, 
um, were pretty demoralized after that one was not a financial success, and that was like multiple parts and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So this game was originally just supposed to be called Madado, Beginning of the World. Madado was the name of the sword mm -hmm. that the main character has in the first game. Um, but it was, I believe it was Satoru Iwata who had recommended, who like required them to change it into a Xeno game just out of like love for the creator of the game who had worked on the rest of the Xeno series. So because the name of the game was the blade, the titular blade of the game, they decided to call it Xeno Blade. Hmm. Tacked on Chronicles. So wow. lots of, lots of fun little trivia for that one. That's that is a game that uh Parker has kind of been in my ear about he's like Xenoblade so good and I'm like no. Like I no. <laughs> no. Dragon Quest 11 is already like eating up just a ton of my time it's like i yeah refuse to even look at this thing it's like i need one more massive jrpg like i need right three holes in my head no thank you yeah what what it definitely is massive so you're in for a ride to the story while i i do think it's good it is bonkers it is everything that we were talking about with the crazy marvel uh crazy japanese-ness weirdness yeah, so. I just don't know if I, I need or want that energy in my life anytime soon. So yeah, <laughs> uh, I feel you. All right. This one's about Rogue Legacy. Okay. So this, this game, oh, yeah. bit of a sleeper hit, bit of a cult classic kind of thing, you know. Um, so the development costs for the game were approximately $15,000. Wow. How quickly did Cellar Door earn that back? Mm. One hour one day or one week after release i'm going to i'm going to go crazy and say one hour it did it did and within <laughs> oh, within awesome. the, within an hour of releasing they made that $15,000 back and went on to sell more than 100,000 copies within the first week whoa Oh, that is that is awesome. I am so glad to hear it because, man, that is a fun game with a fantastic soundtrack. Oh, yeah. We were talking it's, about soundtracks dude, earlier. I'm so – That was like, really good. I, right now, Rogue Legacy 2 is exclusive to PC yeah. and Xbox. I am like, at some point in time, it probably will be coming to Switch and PS4, and I'm like I'm sure. going to be all about it. Like I Yes. Like I'm not trying to be dismissive, but – PlayStation has more units out in the wild. Switch has more units out in the wild than PC and Xbox. I mean, there might be more PCs in the world than other consoles, but yeah, there's way more PCs. But not all of them are gaming PCs. Yeah, like, right. Like the, I'm saying that the mark the market for PlayStation and and Switch are significantly larger than Xbox. For those types of games, yeah, I could I could see that. Like, I, see that. I don't. Yeah. Anyways, the PC space is huge, though. But P yeah, but, but I get what you're that's saying. Like, I get that's what you're a saying. game. There's so you're adding so much more, dude. When you on the Switch alone, that thing would start, right. like like you got the Steam Deck now, but even that's one hundred percent. Like it's like that is a Switch game Niche. to me. Like I look yeah. at it. I mean, I'll, if anyways that. But yeah, uh, you know, and it's there is an in-game Easter egg. Uh, in the form of a painting that narrates how the team went on with lesser successful titles before deciding to make that one. So it's oh, like wow. they had sort of this is a team that had sort of put in their time and, you know, fairly small. And I'm I'm super happy for them. I'm glad. Like, yeah, because Rogue Legacy is great. Rogue Legacy 2 sounds like it's going to be 
awesome. Everything I'm hearing about. So yeah. Nice. Nice. I haven't heard much. Just the fact that they made it is just like, yeah, this is, it's going to be good. So that's awesome. Okay. So number uh, 78 is Shin Megami Tensei four. Okay. So through the Shin Megami Tensei series, the the traditional the designer of all the demons in the series and and a lot of the characters as well most of the characters is Kazuma Kaneko, right? Mm-hmm. But for this game for Shin Megami Tensei Four the the art direction it was moved over to Masayuki Doi who was who worked uh, with Atlas on the Trauma Center series. It was his first game kind of heading up the art direction. However, the decision was made to outsource a handful of the demons because there were just so many in this game and they wanted to get some new designs as well. So, true or false? Okay, this guy, his name is Keita Amamaya. He was hired to do some designs on the game because the director was a fan of Kamen Rider. True or false? True. You're right. It is true. Kaita Amamaya uh, was a designer of of some of the enemies of Common mm. Rider. He did designs for the show. And if you if you take a look at some of the high level angels within the game, it, it's like it's some some like insane crazy designs. And I had a hard time kind of forming this question. I just thought it was such a cool fact mm-hmm. um, that uh, I had to include it. So I'll drop a link to where you can see some of some of his designs because they get they get kind of crazy um but the fact that he worked on common writer as well is like really cool and that makes sense because common writers more um it's like the most adult out of the takasatsus not not adult adult but you know like more geared towards yeah older people than than just straight children like the stuff that i like but yeah oh that that so. one I'm I'm looking at it now. The one in the middle looks literally like a common writer. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Th- that one just looks like a common yeah. No, I can see it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Common writer I can see it too, like now. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't know. No, yeah. It's like if somebody was like, Hey, what's that look like? I'd be like, eh, I guess maybe common writer. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see like, yeah, I can see that. All right. This I I hate this. Um, this is, I'm just like, I got stuck with Sonic Mania and I'm kind of mad okay. about it. Um, so, and I'm just going to like sort of run past this one because it sucks and I hate it. And, uh, but Sonic Mania is apparently the highest critically rated Sonic game in the last 15 years. Okay. That's a low bar. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. <laughs> All right, we can move on. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say something like, no, no. "What is the what is the Sonic's catchphrase? Got to go fast." <laughs> something like it's that. like I just I hate it. <laughs> nice. Um, I don't nice. have it. Like I'm just going to like flat out disrespect that game. <laughs> You're done. 